Hello, welcome to this Rental Properties Podcast, a new episode. I'm your host, my name's Phil. Now, today we'll be uh, discussing the how to declare your rental income and expenses uh, in your individual tax return uh, to the ATO. Uh, now, having gone through all the aspects of rental properties and what you can claim, what you can't claim, uh, capital gains, borrowing and interest, now what we're doing uh, and talking about is uh, transcribing all that information in what we call a rental properties uh, schedule. Now that's found in whether it's an individual tax return or a company return or a trust or a super fund tax return. Now in the rental property schedule, uh, the first thing that you'll see is the details of the property. It asks you what the address of your property is. So you'll need to uh, obviously put in the full address, uh, street name and the uh, number and the suburb and the postcode, all that sort of, uh, all, all those things. You need to let the ATO know in the schedule. The next thing that you need to put down and this is for capital gains purposes when you come to sell your property, uh, the date of acquisition or the date of purchase. And the date of purchase is the date in which you sign the contract and also the purchase price of the property. So the purchase price is just a base price, no stamp duty and no other costs, uh, uh, transfer costs, only the purchase price as stated in the contract is what you'll need to put in. Now, the other type of information that you need to put in is the date that the property first earned rental income uh, or was made available for rent. And then uh, a little bit below that, you'll need to put in the actual time period in which the property was made available for rent during the financial year. So uh, there may be a instance where during the financial year, it was not made available for rent because you purchased it during the financial year. Uh, otherwise, even if the even if it was not rented for the whole financial year, uh, there are instances where it is still made available for rent. So when you had the property for the whole financial year, you can still rightly state that it was made available for rent from 1 July to 30 June. And then uh, you'll need to work out, well, if you own the property with somebody else, uh, there's a portion of your share of income and expenses, and that's uh, the other person's share of income and expenses. But for this purpose, we're going to assume that you own the property uh, 100% and that there's no other co-owner. Okay, having uh, having established all of these things, uh, we then go on to the rental income. How do you declare rental income? It's not only purely the bank statement deposits. Well, if you are renting it privately without an agent, then yes, it will be the bank statement deposits uh, that, that come into your account. If you are using an agent, uh, the agent will send you an annual statement uh, shortly after the end of the financial year. And that annual statement will show the gross rental income uh, and it will show any other related rental income, uh, for example, reimbursements or so on. Uh, and then it will show uh, expenses that the agent has paid in maintaining your property. And some of those expenses are agent fees, advertising for tenants, uh, gardening or lawn mowing, 
minimal repairs and maintenance. These are common expenses that the agent pays on your behalf and uh, includes in the agent statement uh, and then at the same time uh, includes as part of your gross rental income. So in other words, you are taking up those expenses in your uh, rental schedule, uh, but you are grossing up the income as it states on the agent statement itself. Now, um, for exam examples of agent statements can be found on the internet, obviously without names being mentioned and without property uh, places being mentioned, but just you, you can have an idea on what one of those statements look like. Um, so you are right, you can rightly claim those commissions, you can rightly claim uh, any expenses that you haven't paid out of your pocket, but you will have to gross up the rental income to reflect those expenses. Now, what are some of the other types of expenses that you will be putting into your uh, rental schedule? Well, aside from advertising for tenants, property and agent commissions, uh, there's body corporate charges. Uh, so if your property is part of a strata title, uh, you will likely be charged body corporate uh, based on the proportion of, of your property in proportion uh, uh, to the whole uh, uh, building, for example. And that'll be your share of the body corporate expenses. Borrowing expenses. Now that's a, a particular area where a lot of people get confused. Uh, now, when you take up a loan on uh, a property, uh, you are usually charged with loan establishment fees uh, and other uh, fees, uh, you know, once your loan gets approved and the funds uh, come to you, you'll, you'll be charged all those uh, bank fees. Now, if you borrowing expenses up to $100 can be claimed outright. However, in most instances, when borrowing expenses are more than $100, what you will need to do is uh, uh, gather the total amount of those borrowing expenses and divide them by five years. That's a, that's a simple way of calculating borrowing expenses and amortizing those over a period of five years. Uh, that, that, that's what you can do. Now, any additional borrowing expenses, uh, let's say you refinanced uh, after one or two years, you'll, you'll be charged borrowing uh, expenses on that as well. So you will add those expenses. However, uh, you claim the portion of that borrowing cost uh, from when you were charged those expenses and then you divide it by five years. Now, sometimes you may have to prorata those borrowing costs. Uh, for example, if you you were charged those costs, uh, let's say in January, uh, you will not be entitled to claim uh, a whole year worth of borrowing costs. So let's say your borrowing costs uh, totaled uh, $2,000 you will generally calculate 2000 divided by five years. Uh, that will give you your annual expenditure. But because you only took out the loan and you were charged those expenses in January, you will then divide that figure by two uh, to get you your uh, entitlement for the half uh, of the financial year. So that's basically how borrowing expenses work. Uh, think of it as like a depreciation uh, or an amortization over five years. Uh, now, there may be instances uh, where you'll be charged for cleaning costs. And in most cases, uh, the agent will pay those. 
the agent will notify you that cleaning will need to be done, uh, for example, and uh, they'll ask you if you want to pay them yourself or if you want the agent to pay it and uh, take it out of your gross rent. Uh, now, in either case, cleaning costs are deductible and there is a special box uh, in the rental schedule for that. Council rates, obviously uh, the uh, rates instalments from your council, you can claim those. Uh, we've spoken about gardening and lawn mowing, insurance, interest on loans, uh, land tax, uh, legal expenses. Now, legal expenses, if you have purchased or sold, you cannot claim legal expenses on acquisition or on disposal of your property. These get added to your cost base, which will then likely reduce your capital gains uh, liability. However, le ongoing legal uh, fees, for example, in uh, relation to advice, legal advice uh, on certain issues when you actually do have the rental property, you can claim those as a deduction. Now, the uh, schedule also has an area for pest control, uh, repairs and maintenance. Now, repairs and maintenance, again, I, I did speak a little bit about that in the deduction section, but please be very wary. When you do kitchen renovations or any room renovations in the rental property, uh, they may likely not all be deductible. You need to uh, distinguish uh, between what is an actual genuine repair and what is an improvement. Uh, an actual genuine repair is basically uh, repairing something to its existing state, uh, whereas a uh, replacement uh, completely takes away the old thing and, uh, uh, and replaces it with something completely brand new, like carpets, for example. Uh, if you're taking out an old carpet and replacing it with something new, then uh, that's depreciable. It's not a repair and maintenance expense. It's an improvement uh, or it's a capital expenditure. Uh, stationary telephone postage. These are some other little uh, expenses that can be found in the agent statement. Um, so you can claim those. Water charges and sundry rental expenses. Now, in the schedule, there's travel expenses. Now, you need to be very wary that from 1st of July 2017, uh, you're not entitled to a deduction for travel expenses relating to your rental property uh, unless you're using the property in carrying on a business, uh, which includes a business of letting rental properties. Uh, so that's one of the instances in which you are able to claim uh, travel expenses. Other than that, you'll find it very difficult to be able to claim travel expenses in your rental uh, schedule. The other types of expenses that you can claim in your rental schedule uh, is what we call deduction for decline in value or depreciation and capital works. Now, these can usually be uh, obtained from a uh, tax depreciation report that we discussed as well in the episode of uh, the deductions. Uh, usually what that report provides is a detailed uh, outline of the assets in your rental property, fixtures and fittings, rental chattels, and so on, uh, and the number of years in which they can be depreciated and the depreciation amount for each year. Now, if you have added certain assets into your rental schedule, 
uh, let's say, for example, carpet uh, replacements, uh, you know, um, renovations, uh, you can claim those as extras, uh, but they will need to be claimed accordingly, according to their uh, category. So whether it's depreciation or whether it's capital works, uh, that's what needs to be determined. And capital works is basically uh, a two and a half percent on the uh, building cost or construction cost uh, over 40 years of the life of the uh, building. So if you, again, have done some extensive additional renovations, uh, those can be claimed as part of capital works deductions. You just get the cost of the uh, renovation that you've uh, incurred and that you've paid, and then you multiply it by 2.5%. Uh, now, if you've in the paid those during the financial year, that will have to be prorated uh, to reflect the number of months uh, that this uh uh, the let so let sorry let's say that you've uh, made a renovation uh, on some areas in your property and uh, in January again uh, you have paid twenty thousand dollars as part of those uh, renovations. Now, generally, the calculation you will do is $20,000 times 2.5%, uh, the uh, uh, rate of the capital works. That will give you your annual figure. However, because you paid for that in January and the construction work was completed in January, uh, you will only be able to deduct half of that uh, for the half year. And then the following year, you'll be able to deduct the uh, uh, capital works for the whole year. So that's how you would uh, account for capital works and for depreciating assets, it's the same thing. If you've installed a carpet, if you've uh, purchased uh, chattels uh, in for your rental property uh, at any point through, you know, during the financial year, uh, for the first year, you will need to prorate the annual depreciation amount and uh, multiply it by the number of months that you've uh, actually had that uh, asset uh, divided by uh, uh, multiplied by the number of months divided by 12 months. That's how you work out the depreciation for the first year. And then usually after that, it's uh, straightforward. So that's basically how you work out your rental uh, income uh, and uh, work out all of your rental expenses uh, and declare those and put those figures in your uh, individual tax return. Now, the interest on loans uh, section, uh, that's an interesting one because you need to actually uh, claim the interest on the loan uh, on if you're using the loan 100% for the investment purpose, then you can claim all of the interest. However, if you've redrawn uh, from the loan account, uh, if that redraw facility is available and you've used some of those funds for your private purposes, then unfortunately you won't be able to claim all of the interest expense. You'll only be able to claim the uh, portion of the interest expense that is relating to the rental property. So the recommendation would be if you have a low investment, if you have a loan on an investment property, uh, you don't need to uh, redraw and uh, um, you know uh, redraw money for your own personal use because you know that you won't be able to claim the interest component on that. So use a use the loan purely for investment purpose. That way, you'll be able to take advantage and uh, claim the uh, whole amount of the interest on the loan. 
Again, uh, these things are not a substitute for financial advice by any means. Uh, it's just purely educational and it's uh, all these these rental schedules are available for you to uh, have a look at and uh, there's uh, schedules on the ATO's website so that you can see uh, what are the components of the uh, rental property uh, that you'll need to uh, have a look at and that you'll need to uh, do and do and submit as part of your tax return. Now, that's it for this episode. Uh, next episode, we'll cover a couple of uh, frequently asked questions on rental investments, uh, some general uh, questions on uh, what can be done, um, uh, how some, uh, you know, w what are some of the types of properties, um, what are some of the as more specific expenses that can be claimed, uh, how to work out capital gains, how to reduce your capital gain. Uh, all these uh, frequently asked questions will be covered uh, in a general way, again, not in a specific way. Um, and that'll be covered in the next episode. So if you do have some specific questions, uh, please uh, send through an uh, email or a message with those questions, and I'll be more than happy to answer them for you in the next episode. Stay tuned.